Yeah, bingo, bango, bongo, it's Jimmy, welcome to another episode of Hey, How You Doing? Look, we're live in the 202, 212, <laughs> it's fucking freezing over here, and uh, I got a guest, I bring out a guest, I talk to him, we got Chet friggin' uh, Twinkle Toes over here, I don't know, he's gonna come on the air, he's gonna talk to us about mechanical bulls, Chet, hey, how you doing, you're on the air. Hey, how you doing yourself, Jimmy, welcome, this, yep, like you said, Chet Twinkle Toes, that is not a stage name, that was my, the name my mother gave me, it is a pleasure to be here in the absolutely frigid tundra of Brooklyn, New York. Yeah, what are you doing here? So I am working, um, the past six months, I've kind of laid out a vision board for myself, I work in the mechanical bull installation and success activation industry so we go across the united states wait could you repeat that i was not paying attention sure i work, whatsoever okay good yeah you do have your dick out um i work in the, <laughs> hey, in the me- you know how i do it i work in the mechanical bull acquisition and implementation industry okay so you acquire we and acquire you implement. we acquire bulls we, a and i we met we mechanize them and then we turn them and implement them at your favorite local spittoon, anywhere with a, with a flag that's south of the Mason-Dixie line. But we decided in 2022, let's take over the liberal media East Coast elite, a.k.a. Jewish front of New York City. Okay, first of all, careful with that. <laughs> Second of all, what the fuck are you talking about? So I'll put it to you this way, all right? In, in December of 2021. Okay. So over a year ago. Right, now, that is correct. I had oh that's not a year that's two months uh, two months ago I had a oh, fever you, you dream. You had me though. You had me at hello. Okay, yeah. I had a fever dream that I was meant to implement and install mechanical bulls. Two months ago. Two, two months ago I was in a wet <laughs> I was in a wet slash fever dream, and two months ago I decided we need to take over the Eastern Seaboard. Was that your? Let's get a little off topic. First oh, fever oh, dream, or uh, is not this... the last either, no? brother. Okay, so, so you're my used to fever this. dreams are because I like to every night I'll have like a Frank's Red Hot with a melatonin. Uh huh. So that's what we call a kind of a caliente dream. A hot I'll sauce dream. It, yeah, it's a people fever doing dream. a lot of weird shit with hot sauces. You hear about this Drake fellow who puts them on, like in his dick, Talk and then he bangs that. the ladies. Wait, he bangs the ladies with hot sauce? Right. So all right, he gets an erection. Then he dabs some hot sauce all over it, Woo-wee. and he's like, "You want to get pregnant?" And he bangs him, and he's uh, he's spicy, so he's, caliente. So he's, but so does that make him impotent, in, or infertile? Apparently, the hot sauce is a virility uh, machine. Oh, so it's kind of like F- dark chocolate started. or like a red wine. Dark, dark chocolate. That's Ooh. an aphrodisiac, right? I it, I guess so. It yeah. is now. Okay. Okay. So talking to me, fever dreams. Fever dreams. Okay. So, first fever dream I ever had, I was the age of nine. I My mother had left me in the car, but she had poked holes in the window, which was very nice of her. But I was left in a Hobby Lobby parking lot for about an hour and a half, and the first vision I had was of kind of like a pagan kind of goddess, mm. but she was she was very calm and kind. But she told me, at the age of nine, Chet... You have to leave home. You gotta leave home. So you can't were you be left sick? In the hold, car. On, hold on, hold on. The main part of a fever dream yeah. is that you're sick. Right. I was. Sick Where was in the that, sickness? The fever was. In fact, I was in a hundred three degree car. Okay. In a Memphis August in the, sun. All right. And my mother had poked holes in the windows while I, she went inside and parked her fat ass at the Hobby Lobby. It's, I'm not buying it, but go on. Well, I'm selling it. So there's to, there's yeah, my first fever on. dream. Ten years later, I have another one. I'm sick with, okay. the, with the flu. Check. 
It was my sophomore year at TCU. Oh, go frogs! Right? Yeah, exact. Go go horn frogs. And I I had hooked up with somebody who technically was considered kind of like a a, a petri dish, if you will. Mm. And I, I how'd they get the that mascot name? The horn frog. Yeah. Well, so that also also came from the founder in a fever dream. So he had a religious expedition to I believe what is now Clearwater, Florida, and colloquially known as God's waiting room, but. He had a dream, and I believe he was—he licks a horned frog, and he okay. saw the Messiah, and then went back to Texas Christian and named it that school for them. <laughs> so then he left. He left the TCU <laughs> campus, said, here's your name, and then he, he went then, back to Clearwater to kind of serve as some TCU, type of— And TCU the whole time was like, we don't have a mascot, but this guy, he took some expedition. He's clearly, got an idea. Bam. And he knows the way to the Messiah. And he's gone. And he's gone. The Messiah. The, okay. The Messiah apparently has a lot of different homes. Several. A lot of real estate. I think there's one um, in Maryland, like Ocean Beach. Yeah. So anyway, this is the, the second fever dream of your life. You actually got a fever. I got an actual fever. I'm we're going to get the North- Bulls. I promise. I promise you we're going to get the mechanical Bulls. You know, but that first, was good because I almost forgot that I did that for I a little while. I fucking forgot until my uh, intern, Sue Kim, the great Sue Kim, is in the back. You are jonesing today, man. I am. You, you know was- what? I pl- so I play guitar and I dominated a show last night. Okay. And I dominated it and I'm feeling good and I I feel the blood rushing through me. So what was the number one song you played at we, the event? Uh, it was the, fa- the crowd favorite. Okay. Something by the Dixie It was Chicks? at a, thank God, everyone there was high. It was at a dispensary. They were thank stoned God out of their mind. Was high. I could have went there. I could have played nothing. You could have played the electric They would have loved that. I would have been like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, anyway. all right, less about me. Second fever dream. Okay. Take us in. Real tight. Second fever dream. So I am sweating through my my microfiber blankets at TCU in my dorm room. And I had a single because I was an RA. So that was pretty cool. Uh, Only 27-year-old RA with their own room. Pretty cool. Um, And in that, I had a dream. The fever dream itself was to create a nightlife kind of venue Uh that was exclusively mechanical objects and games and arcade So the shape of the bull had not yet come to you? It it was not fully formed yet. Okay, so we're talking about like loose gears. Yes, this was... Pumps, pistons, pistols. Shapes, loose shapes, fuzzy grays, objects, sensory compulsive nature. And you're convulsing in your your TCU... Single. Okay. In my single... Did it have one of those like uh, rubber mattresses? Oh, you betcha. And it had one of those things because to be honest with you, a woman had died in the room the last year. So it was kind of like a tarp on the bottom. Cause of death. Parting too fucking hard, obviously, man. Um, it's TCU, baby. Go horn frogs. I don't know. She probably licked a frog or something. So I, in that dream, I said I would like to become a nightlife. I, I want to be in the nightlife industry as a whole. The nightlife. The nightlife in- industry. So I left, obviously, um, TCU after I recovered from the fever dream. Dropped out. Yeah. Got all my stuff in a bag. and I, and I In hide- a bindle? Not a bindle. Good callback, though. But I had... How would you know that? I listen to all your episodes. <laughs> you think I don't pick up on that stuff? No, you're Come right, on, you're Jimmy. Right. You think I'm a fool. You're right. You're right. Anyway. You got a good golf story. I, I do have a good golf story, actually. One time, I was playing mini golf with Reverend Al Sharpton, and he was high. And not like a dispensary uh, pop-up exhibition show high. Like, this guy, I think he was on some type of, like, 
dust complaint. He was on crystal meth. He might have been on crystal. And he's hitting windmill after windmill. He shot a 38 on the first nine in mini golf, That's James. That's a hell of a stroke. That's a hell of a stroke, I said. That's a and hell I of thought a he story. was having a stroke. He played so Holy poorly. Holy shit. I got nothing shooting. that compares. No way. So, so you I, have the floor. Yeah, so then I've said, okay, well, I love mini golf. I love I love building buildings. I love bowls. I love mu- entertainment venues, and I think it is time now for me to at least work with somebody because I had no capital of my own. But I said, let me f- try to find a way to implement some mechanical bowls along the side. Okay, so what? First step, you need angel funding. You need angel funding. So you you got. So I talked to my together. buddy Angel. Okay. And Hell is his real name, and Hell. But I talked to my buddy Angel. Angel. Angel, and he says to me, Chet. I can't believe that hot sauce thing. Unbelievable. Yeah, when you think about that, you almost think maybe he do, he would do that afterwards to kill the sperm. But I guess no, nothing. Celebrity status nothing. means nothing. Anymore, Who knows? Right? I'm trying to stay topical on the show. They signed almost. me up to Twitter so I can get all this news, and I'm scrolling through. And I is see that this why thing. you're getting all these Ben Shapiro notifications popping yeah, up? Yeah, who your is computer? this little Jewish kid that's telling me that? Uh, He's handsome. I shouldn't trust uh, anybody. Water. Yeah, I yeah, shouldn't trust just water. Don't he trust said me. that to me one day. He's like, "Oh, oh, you think you want to get hydrated? You better stay away better from stay that liberal, <laughs> dirty lib water." The New York City tap, which is rigged, rigged with microchips and, and salmonella. It's rigged, and he's like, then he tries to pitch me a strongman. So then, so me, so me, Ben Shapiro, and Angel, my my angel investor, we all meet one day at a a lemongrass grill in Savannah, Georgia. Is that a real place? I know. It was on my vision board. It was on my vision board, Jimmy, so it has to be real. If you throw enough shit. If you believe it, you better see it and you create it. It's like a fever dream. Anyway, throw enough at the board, something's going to stick. Um... So, oh, that's the thing. Yeah, so then I... I thought if you throw enough fans at shit, you know, you, you get <laughs> you lemonade. you throw enough fans? <laughs> you throw enough people into fans, right. they will bleed. Yeah. So, they basically, I pitched them what is the equivalent of a Dallas barbecue. Okay. Um, But the twist on it is there's only hot people allowed. All right. So, the food is hot and the people are hot. How do you, do you vet at the door? You have right? to go... It's, it's based on looks and genetic codes. Everybody enters a 23andMe upon their reservation. Gotcha. Oh, so you get the genetic deep. testing. You want to see everybody's, right. you know, up to sound. You don't you would want think anybody. It would be, like the other way to do that would be like invite only. That would be good, but the problem with invite only is it creates an air of exclusivity, but only for people who think they're exclusive, and that's mm. not really the type of atmosphere we were trying to create. You want to actively suss out absolutely in real time who's hot, who's not. Who's hot? Who's not? Who's next to try? And you're doing barbecue. And we're doing barbecue. Well, that's why it was called Satan's Ribs, because mm. everything's hot there, right? Right. So we had six mechanical bulls. We had four waiters and two tables. Needless to say, the demand was not there. <laughs> no. I think you had the ratios. We had up. our ratios way off. Six right. bulls, you'd think, well, that's at least 30 people, right, can get on each bowl at a time. And my mechanics were so off. Again, I was a poetry major at TCU before my favorite dream dropout. You got a favorite poet? Oh, baby, do I have a favorite boat. You want to know what it is? The one that took me into Ellis Island. By, uh... I am an immigrant. I'm an immigrant. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Anyway, the American dream. So, I've been installing more and more mechanical bulls as I've traveled up the East Coast. I've been taking a Greyhound bus, stopping Mm. in other cities. Sometimes the bar will let me. Other times they will not. But I will get that bull in regardless. 
You know what? That's a beautiful story. Before you get into the weeds with that, let's take a quick commercial break. A quick word from our sponsor. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Gilmore Girls. You're stuck at home. You have no idea what to watch. You're feeling sexy, though, and you got a pint of Edie's ice cream. So it's like, ah, Gilmore Girls it is then. Okay, Gilmore Girls, uh, this is Jimmy himself. Thank you. Okay, uh, we're sitting here with uh, uh, Chet Twinkle Toes. You, uh, <laughs> what's what's like your knee-jerk reaction when you see somebody else sick? So my first in a public setting. In a public setting. So it's funny you say that because I was on the train earlier today, which is a wonderful. That, that has to be foreign to you. That's new to me. These bullet Japanese bullet trains of Hort Skimmerhorn. There was a person who was a sick passenger, and they made everybody get off the train and wait. Why would you not get the sick person off the train and just let the right. train keep going? You know, we what kind of sick? Like throwing up? It looked uh, like sneezing. yak vomiting. Ooh. I think it was vomiting. Into the mask? Ooh, that's a great question. I did not see, but maybe there. That was why the tarp was laid down. Yeah. Um. Well, that's kind of my knee jerk reaction to vomit. Though is I do believe I can see the pure raw emotion in people's eyes when they're vomiting. I do believe it's the most vulnerable people are in their lives is when they're throwing up. I've, I think you have I've, that very twisted, but I see where I you're going. I found out I was adopted when I looked my father in the eye after a night of binge drinking with him at a Four Loco No Joko festival. Yeah. And he's vomiting profusely into a neon green porta potty, and his throw up is neon orange. And I said to him, as in this moment of weakness, I thought, well, this is the guy I've been thinking about for years and years. He doesn't really look like me. And I said, Dad, am I adopted? And he goes, <laughs> So I that, knew from there. I knew from there. That's too. the gag reflex. That's the gag reflex. So it, it, when you see someone else gagging, you it's, what, they it's see the truth. truth in their it's eyes. truth. It's like a it's it's the it's the immediate polygraph. We were talking a lot about criminal psychology before this. Right. The quickest way to tell someone is lying is gag them. Make them throw. Want to throw a ball and gag in them? Exactly. Mouth. And ball say gag. you know see if they're interested in some type of like gland play or right. something like that. What's gland play? Well, so I don't want to get too into anal fissures on this show. But That's a good thing or a bad thing? I forget. I think it's kind of one of those over-under situations. You know, it's a glass half full or empty thing. Because oh, and you just, like, you hit that answer. Yeah, are you pleasured by it? Right? Might be, or might you, not be. Exactly. You know, live... But I feel lie. different? I, you feel different. There's no doubt about that. I feel uh, a little closer to God, you could say. And a little more stopped up, too. Yeah. I would say. A little stopped up. But I'd say, yeah. I gotta get something out of my body immediately. But for the next five minutes, I'm good. I had this idea. Please. I wanted to get this guy on the show. Okay. Who, um, if things didn't work out, I lost his email, he blocked me. Uh, Wait, so he lost, he his, claimed, he lost no, his email or he blocked you? Both, whatever. Okay. Who knows? Anyway, he Good claimed, journalism. this is a true thing, he claimed to be from 10 minutes in the future. Holy shit. Yeah, right? So he, I, he probably, you probably lost his email because he deleted it 10 minutes before you were able to send <laughs> exactly, the message. Exactly, exactly. So if you could ask yourself in the future, 10 minutes from now, what right. would you ask that one that person? You get one question. What, what am I going to have to take? <laughs> to have to fart. When, we'll when is that. the next time I'll fart in an embarrassing situation, maybe? Right, right. right. Like at a, a neighbor's bris or like a Yakuza exactly. meeting. Exactly, if I could be in there like working, you know, like a ninja... Say I have to uh, recuse myself from the situation. Okay. From the, the You're really inquiry. tickling yourself here. Yeah, no, it's great. Literally. It's great. I love fuck jokes. So then 10 minutes go by, right? Or the murder thing. Like, I give me, let me, give me 10 minutes warning before I just go off. Okay, so, oh, so they, you want to give, they want to give you a heads up that you're about to go postal. Yeah. Okay, so what, what about we, you? 
Uh, oh, 10 minutes into the future? Yeah. I'd rather look 10 minutes into the past, to be honest with you. You're then a mysterious I get, man. I get a lot of wise thoughts. You know, I would ask myself, Chet, what's the future look like? That's and, what I'd ask and what is it? Wait, but then you're just in a loop. 10 minutes from now, the future looks mighty fine. You know why? Because the present also looks mighty fine. You James. son of a bitch. Um... Talk to me about, you got siblings, do you have a sister? Yeah, I got I got a sister, her name's Gretchen, she lives up here, she is running for, I have to plug her here, sorry, she's running for City oh, Hall Council position 372, she's running on a strict beat the shit out of the homeless platform, so she did get endorsed by Eric Adams. We're drumming up support, we'll be at the, um, we'll be at Reclamation Bar next week where I'm putting a, with a headless, uh, a headless mechanical bull to represent the ongoing feudal state that we fight daily. Beautiful. This has been another episode of Hey, How You Doing? Have a good night. Wait. You what?